Okay. Okay. We're back. We're back. We're back. Welcome back, you all. What's up? Got that crunk water. You know the vibes. It's but don't quote me about a podcast about life, love, and the culture. But don't quote us. Duh. We get it. Got it. Good. Today we have a special guest. It's the beginning of our well, first of all, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm Lindy. Oh, and I'm Madison. Right, we are your co-hosts. This is our March episode, our first March episode, our Women's Month. You know, last season, well, the season before the last season, we really went in. We went stupid. Okay, that was a (laughs) that was a good like that was my favorite month, and I'm so excited because it's just it's always great. It was every March. March is probably our best season. Period. Episode like the month just fire. Okay. And right, so stay tuned. Period. Okay. We have a special guest. You saw her on <laughs> an episode a couple seasons ago. She is back. Naya, Naya Joy. Yes, so sir. excited to have her back. You want to introduce yourself? Yes. Hello, everyone. My name is Naya. Um, yeah. I'm just a girl from the Bull um, that travels a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Facts for this Women's Month, we Good. are getting into are solo traveling, traveling to different countries, really just exploring the world kind of like by yourself and just getting into the ins and outs of travel. So we got a travel expert mm-hmm. right here, no kill, no kizzy, okay? So all our thoughts, questions, you know, she'll be able to give us insight, you know, even yeah. if she hasn't fully done it. She know about everything, okay? She can get you a flight cheaper than life, okay? Okay. Period. <laughs> Cheaper than expert. life. <laughs> flight expert. She got you on a flight to the moon for $50. Okay, <laughs> the moon and back for $50? <laughs> Round trip, period. Round trip, you getting there. Okay. So. Okay, and no explosions? We love that. Period. Getting back home safely. LOL. You got it. Okay. So, <laughs> just so excited. And I guess to start off, kind of, because... Well, okay. Kind of, I want you to explain the two times that you went to where you went. I don't want to expose okay. it too close. Okay. I'm going to let you do that yourself. Okay. okay. But starting off, I kind of want you to explain the first time you went and the circumstances and all that, all that. Okay. So, um, the first time I traveled by myself anywhere, um, I actually had not been out of the country um, before. Well, I've been to like Mexico and stuff, but I feel like that's very close to home in terms of traveling. Um, And so this was just my first time traveling by myself internationally on a big trip. Um, And I kind of just did it. Love that. Last minute. Very random. Did not tell my family. um, And just bought a ticket and decided I was going to go. So um, I went through a program called IVHQ. Um, So at first, originally, I started traveling abroad trying to go through my school. Um, And that was just a whole debacle within itself. Um, and so, (laughs) okay, um, so that was the whole debacle within itself. And so then I just decided, um, yeah, I'm just going to still decide to travel abroad. I found a program. I literally typed in like cheap traveling programs for Nigeria. Actually, I typed in for Nigeria because my boyfriend at the time was Nigerian. And so I was like, oh, let me just go do, go there. Like, it's going to be so cool. It's a vibe. Um, there wasn't a program. Um, but Ghana, they had a program. And so my school had a program, didn't like their program. 
found my own and it was like I think I paid like two thousand dollars for the program um and then just bought a flight and then the month before I last minute so I thought I was not gonna go because I got scared um so like two weeks before the trip I had to last minute get my visa just there's a whole lot of stuff my papa my grandfather had to come take me to DC it was just a lot of stuff because I was just not confident in my ability to, to be able to travel by myself and so um we got all this stuff back on time and so my papa took me to the airport and my brother because they were the only people who supported my trip and I was off and so that trip wasn't originally supposed to be for six months um but good old COVID hit and it was only for three months um but I left in January um right after my birthday like three days after my birthday um and yeah I just kind of headed out um had no expectations did not know much about Ghana was very nervous um and so yeah I landed Ghana's airport is one of the best airports within Africa as a whole very organized um it was very easy to get through navigate the people there that worked there were very helpful got through that quick smooth got my luggage um and yeah then I finally stepped officially into Ghana mm -hmm. into Accra um and yeah I was shuffled into a van by my program coordinator um and yeah I got there and I settled <laughs> in to our first home and I looked around yeah and I was in an African country um but within my program I was the only black person um and so yeah within that I literally was like I don't know if I'm gonna be able to survive this for six months being the only black person in a um in a group of white people because that has never been me really so um yeah but I just got there and was like we're gonna just see how this goes and tough it out and so yeah that was like my overall I guess like introduction into going to Ghana um because the first time was a hot mess no for real yes. honestly okay so oh well I was just thinking like I don't know how I want to start, but basically, I guess before we get into you being like the only black person on the trip, mm -hmm. I know like we're here in America and we don't get a lot of history on Africa outside of, you know, standard slavery, like yeah. what they teach you in school. Yeah. So I know like when, when you said like people didn't approve you going, what were like the stereotypes? I know people was probably like, don't do that, you know? Yeah. Um, very much so. And so, let me just clarify, we're saying Africa because I also visited Togo. Um, so I have gone, well, only two countries, but I don't want to just generalize everything for Ghana. I think most of this talk will be about Ghana, but, um, yeah. I had been to Togo before as well. And so, we're saying Africa, please don't get offended. We know, if I'm talking about a specific country, we'll say oh, that country. Yeah. Okay, but, um, I have been to multiple African countries. Um. But I think, so the crazy part was my aunt and my uncle had gone to Ghana in like 1997 okay. with a group from college. They went to NTCU. Um, they got a bunch of their friends together and had gone. So my family knew about Ghana, but the Ghana didn't because my uncle came back very sick. He had malaria. Um, my family is very Afrocentric. Um very pro herbal medicine and things like that. So when my uncle came back, when he was very sick, he almost died. Um, and my aunt pretty much nursed him back to health. But I think my grandparents specifically, like my Grammy and my mom, were just very concerned in terms of, is she going to be okay? 
but the Africa, well, the Ghana of Zen is not the same Ghana of 2020 when I went. Very different. And I think um, they were just nervous about just safety reasons. Yeah. Um, nothing necessarily bad happened to my aunt and my uncle when they went and stuff, but just my uncle being sick and, like, you know, my parents like, okay, so if you get sick, what are we going to do? Like, hospitalized, like, we, we don't know anything. Um, and I didn't know anything either. I didn't have the answers for that. And so it was just out of a concern for them, being concerned for me, um, as a woman, being very small, um, can you be able to protect yourself? You can't take a gun with, like, you know, just yeah. how are you going to protect yourself? Um, and in my mind, I honestly wasn't thinking about all those things, but what they had been taught and heard was Africa as a whole is so scary versus when I got there, I'm like, I feel safer here than I do in America. Like, it's... I don't understand where the scary is coming in because that's not what I experienced. Um, so I think just parents. What was the scariest part? Um, I think the way they drive was the scariest part. Um, Um, (laughs) because they drive crazy. Um, like they drive crazy. Um, yeah, I'm scared here. So I'm sure. Yeah, it's wild. Like I'm getting a car when I go next time. I'm like, am I really going to drive it? Like, big city crazy, like... Yes, and it's like, they don't necessarily listen to all the rules, and they make their own lanes, and, like, I, so when I went, I just used a lot of public transportation, and so that's, it's a little nerve-wracking, because if you're in a tro-tro, okay, not an Uber, not a boat, if you're in a tro-tro, that is real-life public transportation, that is what everyone uses, that is when you don't have money like that to be spending on an Uber, you get in a tro-tro, and, um, it's literally a van, um, and it can be scary, Mm -hmm. because... They just drive how they, they want. They're getting you to that destination. Literally, they whipping it through there. <laughs> by fire or force. <laughs> there. By fire by force. And so that was really the scariest part. Like, nothing really scary happened to me until the end when I got my phone stolen, um, which wasn't scary. They just ripped the bag off my arm and... Um, like, ran? Yeah, ran I, yeah, I was I was also Quick. quite drunk. So Quick speed must have been. Vic and I, like... So they didn't really have to run fast. Yeah, no. They just oh. had to get away like, from we, we, I was trying. <laughs> and this is the thing. That wasn't even in our crowd. Like, it wasn't even in the city. We were in the beach in Bouzois, like, six hours from the city. Like, but they just saw us. And, you know, we had been that whole trip. They said, Taurus. Yes. Got him. Yes. Yeah. She drunk. Yep. And the thing was. Yeah, people really do be praying on you. You got to pay attention out of the country. It was. It was wild. The next day, they came back and gave me, like, my bank cards, my license, all my cards. Hmm. Yeah. They didn't use me. Nothing gave it back. They said, we can't do anything with <laughs> this, girl. I'm sympathizing. I said, man, they're kind of nice. They didn't use them. That's kind of um, nice of them. They just took the phone. And I said, oh, my goodness. Okay, that's fine. But I was like, maybe this is my sign to go home. Because the second time, I had been there for so long. I was like, that's a sign. But there was nothing really like scary. <laughs> not, not the Lord said I'm gonna take it, but I'm gonna give you a little bit back just so you can get home. Okay. Because I needed I to can get see home. It. <laughs> yeah. I can see yes, it. I would never thought of that. But how they find you? Um, they there's only the beach we went to. There's only a few resorts. When I go to that beach, I only stay at the same resort. A haunted waves. If you're looking for a nice resort, good prices. I would go there. If you like to surf. Your place to surf. Um, if you need somewhere to eat, there's a place called Peter's Like Tree. It's real good food. Mama Tina there. She's real good food, real cheap. But um, yeah, I think they just knew, like, because I had been there before with some previous people, and so like that's where I always stay. So I think they just kind of knew. 
So they had been watching. Yeah, and um, the girl I went with. Getting scary to me. It wasn't scary though. Like, I really think they did something because I was with a white girl. No shade to her. So you think that they remembered you because of the white woman? Yes, because, um, and so I think people just kind of knew. <laughs> Period. People follow you on social media. They see that we hang out with each other. Like, that was, that's my bitch mm-hmm. when I'm there. Like, that's my girl. That's my bestie. So, you know, I just think they knew. The first night, day we got there, we got really, there's this stuff called under, which is like, it's like weed infused um, moonshine. They call it Akpete tea. Mm-hmm. So the first day we got there. Sounds like death. It was, okay. The first day we got there, <laughs> we, we drank a bottle because it was her birthday. And um, mm-hmm. I think they saw us do that and we're just like, yeah, these girls are wild ones. So. <laughs> we got them. They said, that's who I need to steal <laughs> from. that phone off of her. Fuck everybody else. That's who I need to steal from. <laughs> So, yo, but that's not funny, but that is hilarious. It was like, you know, it's like one of those moments where you just look and you're like, I've been here for nine months and nothing has happened to me. So, bro, Mm -hmm. you got it. Right, you got it. Nine months, (laughs) nothing? It's okay. I can take my own. No, I feel it. But you're not like expecting Okay. No, I definitely was not. Because I had been there for nine months and nothing had happened, and everyone's like, oh, you're black, like, you know. um, And I really did not really hang with that many, like, white people and so I think for me it just made the association that okay you hang with white people stuff may happen which may not always be true but like that's the only time when like stuff may happen no but seriously because they're (laughs) literally looking at you like you because when they no I can see it because when I go by myself when I'm walking around by myself they're like oh she's got aunt there's no association that I am a foreigner you know so they're Mm -hmm. not messing with you know they don't look at there until you speak and they're like oh my sister i feel like i got that a lot because then they're like why are you by yourself like are you okay do you need help do you need protection because sometimes i would need help okay um i'd be trying to get back to village and could not get there um maybe i didn't have the cash Mm -hmm. i had it on my phone and needed help so i'd be like there's some times i panicked um just because when you're traveling by yourself as a woman like it's just you have to think ahead, and not all the yeah. time would I be thinking ahead. I'd just be like, oh, I'll just figure it out. I get to a Trotro station, Medina station, mm-hmm. a Vivian station, and, like, I'm like, I have to get back to Village. Um, help me. Um, yeah, I feel like, though, like, I feel like always the advice when you travel by yourself, every time I see it, it's like, don't look lost. That's, now, so what I would do is I would go up to a, okay. a woman. Yeah. I'd be like, mommy, please help. Ooh, but what if, you know... The sex traffickers, they got women too. That's true. I be thinking, come on now. Okay. They got women too, make you feel they comfortable. They be women. That's, that's, you know, that's true. They, they be trifling. Paris, taken. Right. <laughs> Paris. <laughs> well, that's Paris. <laughs> Liam Neeson got me on. Okay. okay, I said. No. Locked up nobody. in a black room in chains. They got you dancing for no, literally, <laughs> nobody. No, I don't want to dance. Nobody. No. That was my. That was actually what my Grammy said when I really <laughs> traveled. She was like, "Have you have you seen Taken?" I'm like, "Girl, come on, I'm going to a black like it's Listen, fine. every time." Bro, matter. that's what everybody's black parent says when you travel. Like. My yes, everybody sees oh, Taken. Like, I'm not going to ride in the in, in the cab with the man and have him come up to my room and I don't know him. I'm not going to do all of that. Literally. Just give me some time to think. She's like, you remember in Taken? <laughs> I'm like, girl. What? That's the movie to bring up. Whenever it's somebody fine. goes somewhere, not even out the country, you can go to the other side. You can go to the West Coast. Like, girl. we was in Nevada. I'm like, have you seen Taken? You know, I think she said that when we went to California for your birthday. She yeah. literally gave me a speech about how... 
Okay, but that was probably a good time to say it. No, no really. Because seven days in California, we could have been taken. No, okay. Yeah, you were sick. The amount- <laughs> that felt like seven. Babe, that yeah, was a long time. That was a bad the idea. The amount of long. time that we were on public transportation out late at night, remember, walking the streets. Remember the car circle just, back? Just, girl, yeah. Oh, yeah okay, we could have either got shot or snatched. We literally were like, we're going to see every part of Cali possible. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm... North Beach, South Beach, Hollywood, no, Long didn't. Beach. Short Niggas beach. was everywhere. Everywhere. Taking the bus. Literally. The public bus, bro. We were just on it. Okay, yeah, but we made that motherfucker shake. Okay, five dollars, five people. You heard me. <laughs> we saw them Uber prices. Don't play with it. Uber was wild. Okay. Okay. Remember that one time we yeah, remember that one time we got up at the wrong stop and had to walk like a fucking hour to the next stop to get the bus. <laughs> oh my god. That shit was so fucking funny. Cause why did and I know it was my fault. I'm pretty sure I was like, yeah, we gotta get off here. But we didn't have to get I know it wasn't here. my fault because I know I wouldn't even want to do that like that. Like I being thought, in control of transportation and where everybody go, I would hate that. Because it was Lindy and I. Like we we sometimes we really have their own block. Yes. And then sometimes it's listen something about me. I'm gonna get the transportation together, but it wasn't together that day. Yeah. That day, we had we had missed the stop. We needed to get up because we needed to connect. Yeah. So we missed the stop, and I thought if we get off on the next one, we could always walk back. But that shit was far, and and the one we got off of was real. In be- it was a long in between both, so it was a long walk to the next stop to catch a connection, <laughs> and it was tough. <laughs> It, it was a tough one. It was a tough one. Her camera just Very tragic. But you know, it was still a fun trip. Oh. Niggas still had a good time. Honestly, no, this camera fun. thing. Mexico was fun for your birthday. We'll do it with the camera. Yes. Love a good. Love a good Mexico. I need to go back. We do need to go back. Like. I want to go on a world tour but back to this travel thing yes. so hardest part about solo traveling and you could this could either be getting there or being there or both yeah. you know tell us both hardest part of getting there hardest part of being there bro getting there is easy okay first time i went there was no covid okay baby no covid mm-hmm. the second time I, so let me just say the first time i went i was there three months i left my my aunt and my grammy bought like six flights because the borders mm. were closing, but the American embassy—that's one thing. If you're American, don't trust the don't trust the embassies because they will have you stuck. Okay. Um, there were people in my program from many different countries. Yeah, you gotta leave when they say they leave. Their countries paid for their plane tickets to come home. Did America? No. Okay. <laughs> my parents spent quite a lot of money. My aunt, shout out to my aunt, thank you. Spent a lot of money trying to get me flights. Um, all of a sudden, we got a notice that the borders mm-hmm. were closing. My granny heard the borders were closing here in America. Mm-hmm. I was in Ghana, had no clue. The borders were closing in a few hours. So um, they bought me a flight. I got to the city. Um, Not hours. Yeah, it was wild. That's crazy. Um, But then when I got back, Not I was real. like, I'm not happy here in America, so I'm going back to Ghana. So I stayed, um, I think maybe seven months. Um, and then I booked a flight for January. And I went again, and this time COVID was a part of the picture. So, if you're traveling during COVID, make sure you have all your documents, fill out all your health declaration forms, pay for mm-hmm. all your COVID tests while you're at home, screenshot the doc, 
print the receipts out. So when you get there, you just make sure you know you cover all your bases. Um, so that made that easy for me because I printed everything. Because mm-hmm. I was like, there's no way I'm missing this flight when I just pay for it. Like, by fire by force, I'm getting to Ghana. Um, and so, yeah, I got there. So mm-hmm. the travel part wasn't that hard. Just make sure you have your documents. Um, I think the hardest part about yeah. traveling by yourself, for me, I had never really been very comfortable just being on my own, doing things on my own. And so I think by force, like, I had to just become comfortable with myself. Um, and so even if that was like when I was in village, because I was in Frankadua, so I was in deep in village, um, mm-hmm. going to the main market by myself, like in the beginning, I was so scared because I'm like, I can't do anything by myself. But just like overcoming those fears, um, going out to eat by myself, going to movies by myself, going out to clubs mm-hmm. and bars by myself, like just like addressing that and being like, bro, you can't all your life depend on being around other people. And so um, I think... Uh, that was something I just had to be honest mm-hmm. with myself. It was very hard to come to terms with, but I think I don't not sure if I would have like learned how to be able to be very independent had it not been for my trips to Ghana. Um, and so yeah, I think that was the hardest part. But once you like figure that out and like you're comfortable with your just being with yourself, going to the pool by yourself, just like doing things on your own, you're you're good. Because um, mm-hmm. then you don't need anyone. No, I feel it. Yeah, I went. I had one day in Rome where I. Well, one and a half where I was like completely by myself. And honestly, that one day was like the best day that I had there because I just went out, got on the train. Yeah. I went to, where did I go? I went to this, they, there's like this street that has like hella shops, like high end, middle end shops or whatever. So I went there and I just walked the streets, went into stores, looked at stuff, yes. got ice cream. I was like, well, this is such a good time. I really love doing things by myself because I'm like, I get to determine what I'm doing, first of all. And then I don't, I don't know. Sometimes I'll be feeling bad dragging people to do stuff that I want to do. Yes. So I'd be like, Ugh. I don't want to drag it to four places. Yeah. No, I understand. But I'll drag myself to four <laughs> places. So it's like, like yeah. Doing things by yourself, there's no pressure. No pressure. Right. Just, just be like, walk here, walk yeah. there. When I get tired, I give up. Yeah. You know, it's real, real simple. Yeah. Super fun. Yeah. Love that. And probably another so hard far. thing just to say is like learning prices and like trying to mm-hmm. haggle and stuff. We're not comfortable with that. Get used to it or just be fine with being overcharged. Um, okay, period. I used to be in them little Rome markets. Like, yeah. You said five, three. I could do three. I can't do it. Gotta walk away. And some people, my teacher yeah. said like, oh, don't haggle, don't haggle. But dumb people, like, if I didn't want to pay their price and I just walked away, like, didn't haggle, they legitimately will start haggling with me. So why am I, why yeah. am I sitting here walking away? We can get into this. I can get $15 for this. <laughs> like, what am I even? <laughs> no, but really. My teacher was like, don't haggle with the people. I'm like, they gonna haggle with me. Like, so let's haggle. Now we haggling. <laughs> <laughs> they want to okay they want to sell it i want to buy it let's figure it yeah, out i don't yeah. understand i think it was the hardest that was like the hardest thing probably because i was like have like i'm supposed to argue with them over a price like it's not that deep it's only 20 cds but that adds up and yeah and well you just like gotta figure it out be like mommy no i know i feel like they like it though i feel like it's just culture so they expect people to talk this is kind of like fun. you know yeah. like a game yeah and I think right, they, and they probably just be putting their shit high anyway. They do, and right. I think they liked it more as like a foreigner if you're trying to like fit in and like speak a little bit. Yeah, because they'd be like, like laughing with you. Yeah, or speak a little bit of a way wherever you are. Like trying, um, 
Yeah, they like that. So it's like mm-hmm. if you're trying to haggle, they'll laugh at you and stuff, but they'll like they'll work with you. And you'll be like, oh, she knows. You know, she knows. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I do. Ross, I don't play me. <laughs> this, <laughs> you know, how many random shit that I bought in Rome. <laughs> Things I did not need. I was like, give me them glasses for three dollars. <laughs> three. Oh, well, I can't do it. <laughs> Start walking away. They're like, oh, wait, no. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't need it, but I'm about it anyway. Yeah. But yes, well, that's good. Okay, so other questions. Speaking of hard things. Was there a hard language barrier? Like, was it hard for you to, like, you know, figure it out? Um, pretty much everyone sp- spoke English. Um, mm-hmm. even when I was in Village, I was in Frankadua, and Frankadua is, like, um, it's pretty far from, like, Accra, the city, so it's, like, two and a half hours by Trotro, maybe even three for traffic, so it's pretty much, like, it's very remote, um, it's, they're, they're Ewe, so they speak Ewe, that's the Ewe area, um, it's Eastern region, they used to say Volta, but it's Eastern mm-hmm. region, um, and they're Ewe, um, Ewe is a hard language to learn, my boy, like, <laughs> I was there the majority of my time, and it's a very hard language to learn, um, they would speak it to me, and I'd try, 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 it's just hard to learn, versus tree, which is what they speak, like, in the city, and other areas, um, in Accra, they predominantly speak tree, um, and so that was a little bit easier to pick up, um, but everyone, um, pretty much spoke English, so I would just address them in English and it'd be fine. Um, sometimes when I get into a chotro, people would try and play me if I was by myself and be like, oh, the price is this, and, like, start speaking ewe to me or tree to me, and I'm like, no, sir, like, I know, like, you can speak English, I know you can, I know the prices don't play, but, like, or I would, like, respond back and whatever they're speaking, but, um, it was enough mm-hmm. part of the language barrier. Like, everywhere I went, if I needed help. Someone spoke English, um, mm-hmm. which is uh, why I think I was so comfortable going out by myself because, every, like, I'm not saying everyone in Ghana speaks English, but pretty much everyone I encountered spoke English, so it was fine. Yeah, that's how I was in Rome, but we went to Germany. Those people don't speak English, don't care to, they're mm-hmm. not going to play with you. They're going to speak German <laughs> and um, look at you while you look at them. <laughs> and I ain't even going to be mad at them. I love that for them, honestly. But um, going to Germany, I was like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> mm. <laughs> like we can't communicate. Like, in Rome, it was like, oh, you said a couple words. I got it. Then you start speaking English. I got it. But in Germany, I said, oh, well, shit. I guess I'm just talking to my friends because I don't know how to get to you. <laughs> like, <laughs> can't talk to anybody here. It was kind of wild. Yeah. But um, I would, next time I go, I do yeah. want to really learn the language. That's my main goal for going back. How do you get okay. um, comfortable? Because I feel like not everybody's too comfortable getting aggressive. Because, you know, you, that's not, your, that's not your spot, you know? Yeah. So, like, even though you knew this and, like, did you get aggressive every time? You let them play you a couple of times? Because it's like, how do you know? You know what? Um, I think it would just be the time <laughs> where I'm really fed up. <laughs> I can't even the last straw. Maybe like one time I had I had literally like the whole day like took me five out. days in a cry. I'm trying to get back to Frankadoo the village. I go to Medina Market, get a trow to get back to there. And like I know the prices. Medina Market they write your price on the ticket. I know the prices. I always go to Medina. I know. Like don't play me. If I'm getting into certain troll, I know. This guy like 
I get in the trail. I'm like, oh, I, I like I know the trail because they have a sign on. I'm like, okay, but I'm aligning in Francadua, so. And I just tell him that to warn him. He's like, okay, okay, okay. Trail's not full. I'm like, good. I thought I was late. So I get in the trail. And he's like trying to charge me like 50 CDs. And I'm like, that don't like, and I'm like, huh? And he's like, 50 CDs. I'm like, no, where's my ticket? Like, give me my ticket. And so these other ladies in the back are already yelling. Like, it's just a bunch of women yelling. And I'm like, hmm, I think they're yelling about the tickets. And so... He gives me my, like, he still doesn't give me a ticket. He's like, um, like, mommy, where's your money? Like, madam, like, give me your money. And I'm like, I'm not giving you 50 CDs. Um, and at that time, I had only had, like, 30, 30 CDs on me cash. And I had all my money in mobile money, which is kind of like Apple Pay. Or what is that to American? Um, like, five U.S., I think. And some change. Maybe six. For 50? 55? For, uh, no, so for 35 CDs, it's like 5 US and some change, I think. Um, oh, so okay. 50, so he was trying to charge you 6 7 $8. Yeah, and like, okay, I get it. Like, it's not that much in American. Like, you're traveling three hours. Like, okay, that's fine. But like, no, sir, I know. And so if the trip, because the trip, it was a morning trail. So I'm like, sir, this trail is usually like 20-something CDs, no more than 30. And he's like, oh, no, mm-hmm. we, we, like, we changed the prices. We changed the prices. And I'm like. Well, I'm not paying you that much. Where? <laughs> and so then he, like, brings it down. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. but give me the ticket. And so he gives me the ticket, and I see the ticket. And the price was, like, 37 And I realized, I called, hey, like, what's going on? And he was like, oh, no, like, gas went up, so that might be right. And I was like, okay, that's fine. And I was like, but I only have, like, 35 CDs on me. And he was like, okay, give him that. And then the guy starts yelling at me. And I was already mad because he had tried to charge me crazy price. So I was like, I will give you the money. Can you hold on? Like, I was like, no, can I mobile money you, like pay you instead? And he was like, mm-hmm. just being like crazy, like just being real aggressive. And so the ladies in the back start yelling at him. And I'm like, I've paid mobile money here before. Can you please relax? Like, it's not like I don't <laughs> yeah. have the money, but mm-hmm. please relax. And so at that point, I was hungover. So I'm already annoyed because I'm hungover. You're now yelling at me. And I'm just like, I like could not take it. Like, I just, and I was just, I started cussing him out. I'm screaming. I'm like, nigga, if you don't hold... And, like, no one there is, like, telling people, like, nigga. Like, you're not calling old men nigga. And I'm like, nigga, if you don't hold it, I'll give you the mm-hmm. money. And so this girl in front of me is like, babe, like, here, just take this. Um, and so she's, like, trying to give me money. And I'm not realizing she's trying to give me money. Um, so I could just mobile money her the difference. And, like, he's still screaming. So at this point, I've gotten out of the trough. And I'm, like, yelling. And I'm just yelling, yelling, yelling. Um, mm-hmm. And then this, like, old lady comes out of the trail. She, like, puts me back in the trail. And, like, then all the ladies are yelling. And I'm just sitting there. Um, and at this point, I'm crying. So I'm just like, nigga, why are you doing all of this? And so the lady gives him the money. And then I'm like, I'm going to be back. Like, you think this is over, but I'm going to be back. Like, you really just went crazy for no reason. And so I told him, <laughs> I said, in three days, I will be back to Medina Market. And I'm bringing people with me. And so I went back to Medina Market, um, like, three days later. And we found this trail master. We brought some people with us. They handled it. They did what they did. And I said, Tracy, next time you'll get with them. <laughs> just, you didn't even have to do it. I was like, he was literally acting like I did not have the money. Like, could not just. I was like, you're doing a lot. And I said, maybe next time. Just don't be yelling at women for no reason. Because he was really acting crazy. But I think that was the only time where I really felt fed up with someone, like, trying to overcharge me. And then, like, if you're going to overcharge me, at least be respectful. Just be chill about it. But you're screaming at me. The troll's not even full. You're really trying to make me pay my money right now. I'm trying to figure stuff out. You're doing all this? Like, no. Like, I just I just couldn't. And I was hungover. So I was just like, please, just 
just I couldn't. Period. Um, so a deathly combination. Yeah, it was it was wild. Fed up and hungover. Yeah, I was just like nigga, like please, um, <laughs> please. So, I don't think he'll ever do that again. I saw him at the market <laughs> later, and he said nothing to me. I said, there we go. Just I don't need to get in your truck. But yeah, you never got <laughs> no. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Like so, no. Yeah, yeah no. no. Honestly, I would think that he would try to kill me. Truthfully, yeah. I would think that man was trying to kill me if I ever got in his trouble again. Well, first of all, anyone listening to this, don't ever go through IVHQ's worst program to go through. If they're really just a money hungry organization. So IVHQ. Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> we don't know. Please. sound like they have money. Okay. Listen, no, they had like <laughs> okay change. They just it was horrible because why did why did we almost kick <laughs> Vic and I out of the program? Why? It was just a whole. It was just, the people were just great. Like the thing was, yeah, when I got there, because I was the only black person in the group, I felt uncomfortable already. So I'm like, why am I in an mm-hmm. African country? all these white people like, i was just confused i was like white people want to come here it always be like that i was like okay because literally when i was thinking i was like oh my god i'm gonna go movie. it's gonna be a hell of black people like dude i get there. i'm like mm. oh oh there was one girl confused she confused, oh. she confused. <laughs> her dad was Ghanaian, but her stepdad was you white. can confuse white people i mean do you think confused mixed people are worse than white people well in this case it was no in this case, it was because no. she. From my experience, I'm saying. My experience with that one, I was like, "Girl, are, do you not know your black?" Because her dad was Ghanaian, but was not in her life. Her stepdad and her mom were both know. white, so she really thought um, like, "Well, she was." She was gonna go back to her roots. I don't know what the fuck she thought, but she was just oblivious. I was like, "Baby, you're still black," so. We just had to address a lot of stuff within that. Love her dearly, but she was just... I really think it comes down to the mother. Whatever race the mother is, like, with mixed children. Actually. Oh, I think the mother has a good effect on them. And then it's, mm-hmm. like, the work that they do within themselves. Because yeah. I know some people, like, white moms and black dad combo, it be getting a lot of problems. But I know some, I know some bitches that real, real woke. Real woke. Like, I can okay. work with them. They don't be saying nothing crazy. They don't fetishize mixed children. Like they they be chill. But I know some some on the other side. Yeah. They with the white mom <laughs> on the other side of the spectrum. And they they've done done them wrong. Kept them from their culture. Yeah. Just did them bad. So it really I feel like it depends on the mom. It depends on both parents, but the mom is crucial. Yeah. And definitely how much they take to learn within themselves. As yes. Well. I think she had no other. She didn't identify with being black. But she <laughs> other black. question: Do mixed. you think that mixed black, like when somebody's adopted and they're black, you think it's more? Well, I guess it don't. Yeah, okay. Adopted and black. Do you think they have to be connected to their culture much more than other like races that are adopted by white people? Like if it's a black, if it's white couple, black. Um, kid versus like white couple Asian kid, white couple um, Hispanic kid. You think it's like more important for important the black for child to really get into it? I think it's so, important for all. I, I do, but I want as much as you can. You know, knowledge is power, and just knowing your history can keep you from doing a lot of things that you shouldn't be fucking doing. Okay. <laughs> keep it real. Now. 
Okay, struggling. It would be wild if my parents didn't tell me I was born in another country and we weren't. Bro, from yeah, place. people thought I was white. I knew I was Shit. white. <laughs> what am I crazy? No racism. Nigga. For Lindy, for you. Not no racism. Crucial to say that. But like Lindy, for you, you were born in Guyana, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like automatic, like you moved here when you were young or whatever? Do you think you automatically had like a mm. connection to your roots in Guyana because of your parents, or like do you feel like you were more like Americanized as like just being like Black American? Um, you know, I think it was me who wanted to be guy from Guyana. Okay. Like, yeah. I don't think my parents never never tried to have me because apparently when I was like two, I had a little accent. Nobody was ever trying to force Lenny to keep it. Um, <laughs> nobody was ever trying to force Lenny to even really know. I know it would have been cute. It would have been cute. We should have kept it, but they wasn't rocking with me. But honestly, it was me and the fact that my whole family was here. Like, my mother's whole side of the family was always around us. So, it was like I already, I always knew, like, I wasn't from here. But I could have just, like, not made it my whole identity. Yeah. But I did. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, I think that's a that's really what it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I love it personally. Um, that's why I made it my whole identity, but my parents never pushed that f- for me on me at all. Yeah. Um, I could have been a very, especially because I went to PWIs like my entire life. Yeah. I could have been a different girl. girl. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, that's how I, was okay, thinking. I, was that's I brought it up because you're like from, you know, the country. So, right. Um, it's quite literally. Uh, me doing this to myself. Okay. This is me forcing myself to be like this. Because, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It just always was like, ooh. And I was in, like, fourth grade, and I told my teacher where I was from, and we had, like, a... I don't know, some project where we each had to get a con- continent. And she was like, I'm going to give you South America Aww. so you can talk about it. I was like, I know this little white lady. I was like, okay. <laughs> like, I was so lit. I was so lit. So from the beginning, I was into it. I was going to tell everybody. They're going to think it's Africa. I don't care. No. I'm going to tell them. <laughs> like, no, literally, I was into it. Because when I tell my people, they're like, oh, she's from Ghana. I'm like, no, Guyana. Like, two, there, it's not Ghana. She's, it's not in Africa at all. They're like, oh. Okay. I'm spreading the word. Yeah. Tell them. Unpopular opinion. Yeah. So, our unpopular opinion about world travel, solo travel, all the things. Um, I would say, okay, my unpopular opinion about solo travel is that, you know, everybody else's opinions used to get out of my way because I've been telling my mother that I would like to travel by myself. And she's just, like, putting all this fear into me. And I don't appreciate it. Because it's not that damn difficult to travel somewhere by myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand what you don't understand. But um, but it's not even like your mother. It'd be everybody. Everybody would be like, by yourself? You're a girl. Da-da-da. Mind your business. Yeah. Literally mind it- your business. When I go there, have fun, and come back, even if I die and get taken. Like... <sighs> Life happens, you know? Like, <laughs> stop putting all that negativity uh-huh. on me. Let's just see what happens. That's all you I'm saying. You do that to yourself just then. <laughs> However. It's a part of black um, culture to breed fear into everything. So just do what you want to do. My thing is, I personally don't want okay. to Like, I like seeing things with other people. It don't got to be a whole group. Maybe just one person. I don't really care. But, like, if I, I like seeing things with other people. Like, 
not that I can't not go by myself. Like, I listen, I'd be places by myself. You know, I've grown into that now. But, like, internationally, I just don't see why I'm going by myself. Like, you meet new people and stuff. It doesn't have to necessarily be completely solo. Like, you go solo. Right, it could be a, real, a really people. common experience. Yeah. I mean, it I could be a couple nice. days, too. Yeah. It don't got to be nine really months. Yeah, mine was just, you know, I know I was coming back. Literally like, a cute little three-day yeah. resort and spa. You be lit. Like this time, That's what I want to do. A little resort and spa by myself. Just like, I don't think like I'm trying to resort. A, I'm trying to go see with a some like, in hand. ancient grounds or some shit. Like, when I step into Greece, I'm trying to go see Athena's little temple. By yourself? No, I'm saying, like, I want to experience that Child, when I step people. into Greece, take me to... The yacht, okay? Listen, <laughs> like, Lindy, we need you to, think I'm, I'm, I'm going to, to see some Greek to mythology stuff. I didn't read in all that water. for Take me to Percy Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> but Apparently you did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Percy Jackson, nigga. No, I'm just kidding. But like, I'm trying to see like... I forgot what Athena's place is. Like, you just don't want to be by yourself seeing sights. Yeah, like, why do I have to do that? You like, I think go, it's a nice idea, and I think it's place. possible. Maybe yeah. I'll change my mind. But, like, nah, I just like to experience things. So, like, how long would you wait before you, like, decide, like, okay, I'm overweighting? Like, let me just go. I'm determined that I can get somebody to go. Oh, okay. Like, I just don't, like, I everybody said no. I never had experience where everybody said no. Yeah. And I really was trying to go. And <laughs> yeah, one person that, will say yeah. One person saying yeah, yes. Yeah, like true. somebody I'm friends with, my family, somebody gonna come with me. Yeah, like, that's true. And I think a, if I anything, mean, you're even even your dad. Yeah, I somebody would go with you. I'll roam around this. I don't know. I just don't think I take America seriously to the point where okay, I can roam around America by myself. But I just feel like there's so much beauty outside of here. Why would I want to see that by <laughs> oh, myself? Oh God! Like I get it. Listen, honestly. If Back to my unpopular sightseeing. I probably wouldn't do it by myself. I would just join a tour group. You going to a resort? I'm thinking. Yeah, I want. I would want to do a resort by myself. Bro, why are you like? I don't know. The idea of me going to a whole different country and staying on a resort for three days. I want to go see some stuff. I want to be where the people are. You know. Yeah. I want to go get into some shit. I mean. go outside once or twice i just i'm saying like like i wouldn't do like bucket list shit by myself like you're talking about greece and seeing all these like wonderful things i would just do like vacation-y chill things like the first time you go what i'm saying like okay going to like you can go to mexico by yourself like i'm going to jamaica yes oh yeah mexico yeah i I could do one of those things, if you're just and th- it would be my first time going to Jamaica. But it's Jamaica. I probably go to Jamaica fifteen times before I yeah. die. Like I ain't tripping off of it. But Greece, <laughs> I probably go to Greece probably once, maybe twice if I got the money on me. So <laughs> I would make that a bigger thing. And I do think for me, because I went on these trips for extended amounts of time, like three months, and then nine, almost ten months. It's a very different vibe because at that point I'm living there and it's not just, it's no longer a right. vacation. It's, I created a life here for myself and I now have friends to call and yes. so a lot of the time. Once you get a routine. Yeah. So you live yeah, there. So it is like you're solo traveling, but you're involved with so many people at this point. People are inviting you places and you're meeting, you're dating and you're going out. With, it's just like a, 
Okay. Yeah. So at that point, I think I literally run on. These I mean, I think if I was gonna move, I can move around. Yeah. But it's just like I'm just staying there for like a couple days. Yeah. And I want to go see some stuff. Why am I doing that by yeah. myself? No. I think when I travel within America, I would like to take people like to another state because I can go to another state by myself. I don't know do something that. about America. I just don't care. Like. See, like about America, I do. I will because not, I there's nothing here. I go anywhere, LA. I'll go back to LA. I was thinking myself. going to Utah. The only place I would <laughs> Oh, Utah? For the spa? Oh, the... Yeah, and the rocks. I wanted to see the rocks, but it was like $500 to get to the rocks. Yeah, the Amagari. Amagari or something. Yeah. Something around that word. I would go there. I feel fine. Yeah. Well, I would go... That's the result. I'm not... If I'm going to LA by myself... It's maybe, a res- I'm Right, a resort. I'm staying there, because... What am I walking around LA by myself for? Okay, they they be killing girls and dropping them off at the hospital. Just you can die in Utah as well at the resort. I would pray I wouldn't die, but I feel safer. I mean, you can die anywhere. I would feel safer so just in pick LA. Your All those people, that resort. Yeah, That's true. I'm taking my ass back to Ghana. We going? Nah, there. I don't know. Yeah, only I guess only place that would worry me. Actually, no, because I was in New York by myself for about the whole fucking day. So like. I spent a whole day. Uh, I want to. I want to do New York by myself. Yeah, New York I, just, I had a great I time. Love that place. I was drunk. I was at the bars, bro. I was lit. You. I feel like you cannot. Ha- well, let me not say that. I was gonna say you cannot have a bad time in New York, but you can. I'm yeah, sure. Let's not jinx it. <laughs> That's true. But New York is just such a vibe. Like, uh, I love that place. I haven't been like as I an adult. Been to Miami so. by myself. Mm-hmm. No, I wouldn't be my. Oh, you want to go to New York? Yeah, I do. I was just talking to Mandy about it. I okay. do. July. I've never been. Yeah, we got to get into it. Okay, come on, July. We're trying to get into it. Let's make it. A- we should get like an Airbnb or something. Let's do it. Send me the prices. Hold it though. Maybe my hotel discount. Um, but oh, true. Back to yeah, our unpopular opinion. I just want to throw mine out there because I just love talking about it. How much I yes. think that. Australia is not a vacation place. I think it, it's like a big Florida. Terror. You know how like in Florida you can look up. Like, you think it's a big Florida? Yeah, like legit. Like first of all, crazy shit's always happening. The poisonous animals. That's like, true. Like who really mm-hmm. wants to go there? Like people go there for spring break, and it's like the the law. I don't know the Australian laws, but I'm sure they're not the best. So like. It's just the poisonous okay. animals. They walk around no shoes. You're in a restaurant with no shoes on. Feet oh, yeah. fungus. Yeah. Your restaurant yeah. stink because feet's out. So it's really... Big ass reptiles yeah. popping up at right. your front door. And what is the... Like, what do you go there for? Like, I did meet some people from Australia. And I was traveling in Ghana. And then people... Out, let me not make generalizations. But the guys, they really did not... They would just, like, not wear shoes. Yeah. Um, just not wear shoes and just thought it was okay. And I was like, Where were you at the I bar? Gonna, I was at this place called Somewhere Nice. It's like a hotel, my favorite one to stay at, like for like a chill, laid back vibe. And you know, it's also um, has a hostel. They didn't have shoes on in the hotel. Um, they would just that's their culture. They would walk outside of the hotel down the street to go get food with no shoes on. And it's a crazy world no, down no. under. Yeah, I just don't see. That's the only place where I'm like, Yeah, I don't really want to go there. I can't think of anywhere else. It's the spiders. And, you know, and <laughs> that spiders. is exactly what I couldn't that's do. Another one, but I ain't got nowhere cold. Yeah, that's crazy. I ain't got no reason to go down there <laughs> to see what. First of all, the polar bears running away. <laughs> I seen a it's polar melting. bear at the zoo. 
Exactly. Not there was a part. I was a picture of a polar bear in the stress. middle of the street. Like, the let's for just real, please. <laughs> no, for real. We got a picture. Anything that got has wild things caged up. Why as a society? But you know, I know why. Because of white people. But that's besides the because point. Because they're cages. Okay, so you know. That's what I'm saying. Like people are trying to live their lives. Animals are trying to live their lives. You want to like just take a picture and put it up somewhere, okay? So we can see it. Watch it like a museum. Take a video. It can be a museum. It can be a cool. Right. Activity. It could have right because generally, a lot of people do not care about seeing them animals. It's just like a thing to the do. The kids love it though. So yeah. why? Okay. Same thing with see. Okay, don't... the kids do. Yeah. You don't know no better. You just don't understand, like what the problem is yeah. and i think when i was a child at the zoo i was like yo this is lit like i saw the giraffes i'm like wow this is crazy <laughs> but then it's like you get older i went for my nephew's birthday and i was like the gorillas eating their own poop like the polar bear is skinny like that nigga he off-white <laughs> yeah, the off-white are the yellow no, no they're yellow stress out and just skin Every and bones. The elephants, the skinniest elephants I've ever seen. I said, they all red. They've been in the mud, no bath. They don't <laughs> put water on themselves or nothing. I'm like, God. Did you go to the, the North Carolina They're just depressed. Yes. Bro, aren't their enclosures small as yes, heck? Yes, they're sick. Face and I, we did like the little drive-through where you can go on the little sofa. I said, baby, this is, this is it. And I'm like, this is it. Okay, this at least everywhere. the drive-through zoo, they're in the wild, yeah. kind of. I said, you know, this is not enough area. And all this for the circle, I said, mm-hmm. how you got this many animals? Okay, another little loop around. It was a loop. It was literally a loop. I said, okay, well, yeah, 250 feet. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, <laughs> um, Caucasians are kind of crazy. Do anything for a quick buck, I'll tell you. But anyway. <laughs> Won't catch us in Australia or Antarctica or a zoo. Okay. But yeah, I guess we'll move on to um the you wrong for that. Today, um, I believe we're talking about the queen the queen being dead. Um allegedly bro. Because Jason Lee said so. <laughs> I said because Jason Lee said so. We said allegedly. Jason Lee said. Jason Lee said the queen is dead. I want to go see what you're talking about. Jason Lee and he tripled down. My man had a post that said, "I never lie. I fact check." Jesus. And basically, you bitches are gonna see you. He's like he's basically he was basically like y'all will see. Y'all all will see. I'm, I'm going to look. Um, my thing but is, yeah, it's crack cocaine. Who he so got basically, in the um in the palace, telling him this. No, really. Who he got? Yeah, who's the source? Yeah, who's the, a, no. a, a, a blogger like just telling about not a real news source. Just you seen what they did to Megan though? Literally, <laughs> <laughs> they had Megan. That straight. got his. <laughs> 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 Bro, somebody said that. Exactly. And she was just a black... Uh, first of all, she was mixed at that. But she was a black woman. And you think Jason Lee is who's the... He's the first line of defense, right? <laughs> it's crazy. So, Hollywood Unlocked posted... They posted that man... Well, they posted basically that Queen Elizabeth was dead and some, 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 some. I don't fucking know. But obviously everybody was like, huh? Wait, what? And then they... People were kind of like, what? And he... I guess he didn't... Well, did he take it down? Where... where 
Listen, we on a search. Let's Actually, see. they them them oh, websites post so much. Engagement. He might be the new TMZ. Bro, I think she's dead. I think she's dead, but I think, bro, I think he really got the inside scoop. I ain't gonna cap. Or maybe he just assumed from her having COVID that he was gonna be, like you know try to catch it before everybody else. No, please. First of all, I'm please. sorry. Huh? We found this post on Hollywood Unlocked, ran by Jason Lee. It says fact fact check ten reasons we believed Queen Elizabeth was dead. In the this past. is a crazy post. Not ten. Believe we believed like past tense. Oh, so they know now that she's not dead. Well. Tuesday, Jason Lee was contacted from a source in attendance at the wedding of the Vogue editor, and they witnessed a call in which the news of Queen's death had been confirmed to a high-profile attendee. They went to an mm-hmm. they went on to outline the dismay that the news created at the star-studded event. So, someone Jason Lee, somebody's called him and said that they heard a call. <laughs> from somebody that attended <laughs> that <A> said <laughs> she was dead. They probably said she had that's COVID. That's a lot of... No, that, that's the problem. They said she had COVID. They said she had COVID. It was just misconstrued. No, literally, one phone call was like, she got COVID. One phone call was like, oh my gosh, she got COVID. She might die. The next phone call was like, she dead. And then he heard that. And then it came to Jason Lee. That telephone really yeah. um, went that's crazy. That's how it on the on the breakdown, yeah, for sure. Because no, okay. I can easily see, especially for an old woman, how you can go from COVID to dead on a phone call. I could see it. Of course. So, no, especially because she still hasn't been seen. But why won't people just stay in their own lane? You know what I mean? Like, as him, I wouldn't have said this. all these other people. Yeah, like death. I'm like me neither. TMZ. They already showed that they don't care. I'll leave that to them. <laughs> Okay. okay, stick to the stuff you know. Yeah. Oh God, like, TMZ be like, "Oh, she in the hospital crying about her dead husband and child." Let me go crazy on the blast. <laughs> literally, literally, oh, I'm going crazy on the blast. They're actually insane. Like, just like the culture, just of mentally where, insane. The culture of where we are today, and the obsession with seeing everything. Yeah, everybody want to know yeah. everything. Yeah. A little much. Yeah, they said we believe it if we see it. Yeah. But who's asking for the video of you know what I'm saying? Like at a point we don't want like who who was asking right I think there? It, I mean maybe yeah, somebody. I think people are. But it just seems so unnecessary. And I think people are engaging with it. It's getting more yeah, of engage, like a reaction versus them just posting a picture. So I think it's like, oh we gotta go to the extreme to make sure people like even if it was negative, I guess. Yeah, we don't care. Well, they're making them some money. They don't care. Um, that is the you wrong for that. This is a good episode for our Women's Month. Um, but don't quote me. You can follow us on all the platforms: Instagram, TikTok, Twitter at but don't quote me. You can find me Madison at Madison Ophelia on everything. <laughs> um, you can catch me at um underscore Lindy Orr on all platforms and Lindy Orr's life on YouTube. And we hit two hundred, so we lit. Go subscribe. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, we love that. Bitch. Wait, congratulations! Bitch, how the fuck I do it?
Thank you. It was like two days okay. ago. I was like, damn, I really don't be Or yesterday. No, it was yes. Damn, was it yesterday? No, it was Saturday. It was like Saturday night. But yes, um, that's the tea, y'all. We up, 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 uppity. Trying to get to a thousand this year, cause good it lord. It's coming at Naya N I Y A dot joy J O Y. Okay, follow her for her traveling experience on Insta. You can get all the tea. We're coming. I'm going back to Ghana. We are. We're rebranding. If you're in Ghana, if you want to travel to Ghana, hit me, please. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm also opening a business, so hit me for that info. Um, and yeah. Oh. Yes, okay. the girl is, you know, everybody. It's Women's Month. We're living. We're thriving. Okay, um, okay well, bye, I y'all. See bye. y'all next Friday. Bye.